You with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 44 degrees and sunny at 340, almost 346 here. Well, some Americans have become saddled with credit card debt as rent and everyday prices remain high. While the U.S. economy is broadly healthy, pockets of Americans have run through their savings and rip up their credit card balance and run up them to rip up. I, I hope you, I wish you rip up your credit card balances. After you pay them, get rid of those cards. You don't need them. Use them as little as possible. Run up their credit card balances after battling inflation for almost for more than two years. Experts worry that members of those groups, and those groups are us, by the way, mostly lower and middle income Americans, who tend to be renters, are falling behind on their debts and could face further deterioration of their financial health in the year ahead, particularly those who have recently resumed paying off student loans. The U.S. economy is currently performing better than most forecasters expected a year ago, thanks in part to resilient consumer. However, more recently, that spending has increased being financed by credit cards. There's a large portion of this economy that is being artificially inflated via debt, credit cards. Freeing up money so you can pay your rent, so you can pay your student loans. You're putting more and more on credit cards. When you're buying stuff, you're putting them on store cards. And they're seeing this hit its highest levels in a long time. Americans held more than $1.05 trillion on their credit cards in the third quarter of 2023, a record, and a figure certainly to grow once uh, the fourth quarter data is released by the Federal Deposit Insurance Company next month. A recent report on credit rating companies Moody's showed that credit card delinquency rates and charge-off rates, or the percent of loan that the bank believes will never be repaid, are now well above their 2019 levels and are expected to keep climbing. Climbing. These worrisome metrics coincide with the average interest rate on bank credit cards of roughly 21.5%, the highest it's been since the Federal Reserve started tracking the data in 1994. Overall, the consumer is credit healthy. However... The reality is that there are starting to be some significant signs of stress. More analysts of Americans' financial health tend to tell a tale of two consumers. On one side are roughly two-thirds of Americans who own their home and those who have invested in stock market and done substantially well. They generally had the savings cushion necessary to weather high inflation. Delinquency rates on single-family homes remain near historic lows. The home prices have continued to climb, so you have that cushion. For the rest of America, things are looking rough. You have these noticeable pockets of consumers, mostly middle and lower income, renters who have not benefited from the wealth effect or higher housing prices and stock prices, who are feeling financial stress and that are driving up the delinquency levels. They've been hit very hard by inflation, Senior Vice President Moody said in an interview. Consumers' financial health could play a big role in 2024 election. President Joe Biden's running, in part, on his efforts to bring down the cost of U.S. families. Republicans counter that Biden is to blame for the higher costs in the first place. 
at Synchrony Bank, the largest issuer of retail co-brand credit cards. The charge-off rate jumped from 3.5 to 5.6 in a year. Meanwhile, roughly 4.7 of customers are 30 days or more behind on their bills, which is also up from a year ago. Discover's customers are carrying $102 billion in balances on their credit cards, up 13% from a year ago. Meanwhile, the charge-off rates from a 30-day delinquency rates have climbed. Executives say that they can impact of inflation. Think about a customer that makes $50,000 a year. When inflation outpaces wage growth, they're making choices in terms of what they're going to spend, what bill they're going to pay, and what they're going to frankly put on their table. Inflation peaked at 9.1 in June 2022 and is now significant, slightly above 3%. But the cost of many goods and services remains elevated. A loaf of bread that cost $1.54 in December of 2020 cost $2.02 at the end of last year. A gallon of gas has risen from the average of $2.17 to $3.29 in the same time frame, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Renters in particular have felt the pinch. The medium rent for a property with up to two bedrooms has jumped from $1,400 in the end of 2020 to 1700 the end of last year, according to Realtor.com. So be careful of the uh, those credit cards. I, I've said it time and time again. It's hard. But try not to use them as much as possible. Try to phase them out. There's plenty of programs out there. There's plenty of advice there's plenty of people that specialize in this. And there, there's different ways of thought. There is thought in the investor's world that debt is good. If you take on debt and you're making money off of it, they say debt is good. And then there's the Ramsey where you want to get rid of all your debt. You don't want any debt. And, and I understand both. I, I fall more into I don't want any debt. But there's some debt that is unavoidable and, and is okay. Like, I, I figure I, I live mostly with zero debt. That, that's just the way I like things. That's the way I feel comfortable. I do have cars, though. And those cars do have debt, but they're minimal debt. 1.9% interest. I think one is 0.9% interest. So you're basically getting that money for very cost-effective means. It's almost free money at 0.9%, even 1.9%. Once you start getting above 3%, you're kind of okay there. I mean, I just took out a a 12-month CD, and this is investment-wise, making over 5%. So if you do have the extra money sitting around, there's a great way to have your money work for you, very safe way. It's not in the stock market. You're not risking it. It's guaranteed. But above 5% for a 12-month CD is very good. So you have to make that money work for you. But once you get behind this credit card debt, and we know how it works, yeah, they'll start out with that 9.9% interest or 0% for a year or two. Do they even do that anymore? If you transfer your balances over, and then you're up to the 21% average, or you miss a payment if you're late on a payment. A lot of times there's the clause in there where it jumps up to the maximum. And some of the maximums I've seen are as high as almost 30%, especially on your store cards. 
with the holidays, you know, a lot of people are still recovering from the holidays where they did put a lot of things on credit cards. Make it your focus. If you're not, and I don't care if you're living at home and you're, you're a teenager that's working. If you're not making a monthly budget, you need to start. And I'm far from a financial advisor or expert, but it's, it's very simple spreadsheets. How much do you have coming in? What are your expenses? And figure it out. And if you're, what you're paying out is more than you're taking in, then you have to start figuring out what do we need to cut? How do we live? And it's a fact that you will live up to the meet your means. So if, you, if they increase your salary tomorrow by $500 a month, within three to six months, you are living like that's your normal life. Where it should be, hey, I'm making three to $500 more a month. Let's save that. Let's do something with that. It's very easy to fall into, well, this is just our standard of living now. This is what we do. We go out to dinner once or twice a month. We do these things. Don't fall into that habit. Put that money away. You can do greater things with it later instead of just getting into debt and spending it now.